Welcome to the Village Idiots Podcast. I'm your DM, Nathan. With me, I have Jordan. Hey. Nicole. Sup. Emily. Hello. And Justin. Hey, yo. We are a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. At the end of every episode, we name a village idiot. And last week's village idiot was Saf for falling out of the bed and making a bunch of noise. On purpose. On purpose, quote unquote. Uh, So, uh, Justin, what happened last time? Okay, so. They started with, uh, so at the end of the last, last episode, we had all passed out. So in this, we started off in the darkness, in beds, passed out, waking up, in cots, of which I fell out. (laughs) But there were people in the other room with this light, and I made a loud enough noise that it alerted them, and they decided to come over to the room, and turns out it was Ord! Yay! Yay, Ord! And uh, so I gave him a big hug. And he explained to us that Tasbeeg was dead. We had no money. Well, 80 gold. It was a a hard day. Yeah, we had none of our equipment. And uh, Sokova was the only one who didn't wake up out of the group of us. So, long story short, we sent Drew on a shopping spree. I went to get a Taylor's kit, singular. Singular Taylor's kit, that's right. So... She got that. Scar tried to make some cloaks, of which I realize now that Saf is kind of an asshole because she she means well, but she's been so privileged that she doesn't realize that she's being condescending. I feel like that sentence was just coming <laughs> for me, and we need to have a conversation later <laughs> about you coming for me on this podcast. <laughs> So we put on our cloaks and we were heading out of the safe house and we were like, Agamir, you have to find us a boat. And then we opened up the door and there was a boat. (laughs) A whole harbor. A harbor. A whole harbor of boats, even better. Harbor of boats, even. And that's where we left off. That is where we left off. So I need to say something. At the end... Of episode 27, you all leveled up, and we didn't talk about it last week because it was too much. So, I need everyone to roll initiative. Woo. Oh, boy. 10. 15. 6. 3. Okay, Jordan. Everyone has leveled up to level 5. So, what did Agamir get at level 5? My proficiency went from plus 2 to plus 3. So, everything I'm in pr- proficient in has gotten better. My total health is at 43 now. The main takeaway is that I got, if I if I am hit, I can use a reaction to have the damage, if I, so long as I can see the target. But yeah, that should come in handy. I'm excited to have a reaction in my tool belt. Very nice. Nicole, what did Scar get at level 5? Scar got 11 extra hit points. Which brings me up to 53. And I get an extra attack. So now I can attack twice. And if God, I use my finally. action surge, I can attack three times. Not that it matters because I don't got shit for weapons yet. Actually, if you use your action surge, you actually get to attack four times. Well, hot damn. <laughs> yeah, because when you take when you take the attack action on your turn, you can attack. Attack again. And then an action surge means that you get... Oh, that's So you take the attack action twice, and so you get to do your extra attack twice. So when you eventually get three attacks or four attacks on a turn... Then I get to attack like six, like to eight times. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Do you get multiple action surges eventually too? Uh, No, I think I just get the one per uh, long rest. Or yeah. something like that. But, it do- I mean, that doesn't matter because that's so fucking dope. <laughs> I could literally kill one guy in just, like, one turn. <laughs> Guess I'm going to have to throw bigger monsters at y'all. No. Stone Golem. Y'all really liked those statues, right? Fuck those things. Fuck those statues. 
so yeah, that's all Scarlet Scarlet gets right now, uh, which is dope. I get to attack another time. Nice. Someone got a six. I think it was Emily. That was me. What did Drew get at level five? So Drew leveled up into cleric level four because that's what I do now. So you're cleric four, warlock one. Yes. Yes, because I really wanted to be able to um, have an ability score improvement. Ability score improvement. I feel like I didn't say that very very clearly. Um, so I decided to go for my constitution because it was hindering me. Um, my constitution modifier was negative one. So I put both points towards that. So that brought that up to a 10. And now that's plus zero, which is very nice. That'll help a lot. And then I gained a good amount of hit points, not having to subtract one. Honestly, I don't know how many. I have, oh, I gained 10. So I'm at 37 now. And then I got, to, I got a cantrip and I got another second level spell. I chose the cantrip Toll the Dead. It says you point at one creature you can see within range and the sound of a dolorous bell fills the air around it for a moment. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or take 1d8 necrotic damage. If the target is missing any of its hit points, it instead takes 1d12 necrotic damage. Whoa. And the spell increases by one die when you reach 5th level, um, 11th level, and 17th level. Damn. Yeah. So that's pretty neat. And uh, then I took... Just uh, just because I feel like I was inspired by listening to episode 27, I took um, the spell Hold Person. Mm. <laughs> Choose a humanoid that you can see within range. The target must succeed in a wisdom saving throw or be paralyzed for the duration. At the end of each of its turns, the target can make another wisdom saving throw. On a, su- on a success, the spell ends on a target. Uh, if you cast a spell using a spell slot of third level or higher, you can target on additional humanoid for each slot level above second. The humanoids must be within 30 feet of each other when you target them. So I have a feeling that Drew, this happened. And since then, Drew has been trying to figure out what the fuck kind of spell that was. So she can figure out how to do it. Because she was like, "That's uh, that was fucked up. And she wants to do that to a very certain person. Mm-hmm. Payback's a bitch. Yes. So she's she's honing the, the craft of hold person. And that point. bitch name is Drew. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> she had habit. Like, she hated the fact that she could not move. That, see, that was probably the worst part of that. So she wants to make sure that doesn't happen again, A, and B, inflict that exact sensation upon Kelvin. Nice. So that's what Drew's been doing, getting stronger, faster, smarter. <laughs> Emily, what was the first spell you got? Uh, it was a cantrip. It was Told the Dead. Okay. Yeah. Toll of the Dead. Nice. Some nice little chronic damage there. Nice. It's on brand. On brand. So, last but not least, Justin, what did Saf get at level five? Okay, so I lost my armor, which brought me down to an armor class of 14. And I uh, gained seven hit points, so I'm at 38. And I upped my constitution by two points, so now I am at plus one for my bonus. And I realized that I get another cantrip, um, and I chose mending. I don't know how important that's going to be. And I lost my thunder cannon, of course, which does 2d6 piercing damage, but the thunder cannon at level five gets upgraded to do another 2d6 thunder damage. So 4d6 damage total. 46 damage. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> and then I, whenever I get to recraft my mechanical servant, I have gained a lot of stuff for that. So I will explain those things when I craft my new mechanical servant. Can we use a different word? Mechanical servant? Mechanical construct. Yeah. Mechanical friend. Like, I don't like I like the servant. construct. Okay. Because, like, My servant construct. is just a terrible fucking word. Your robo boy? <laughs> yeah, call out the robo boy. <laughs> That's yeah. better. My Komodo dragon robo boy. Was it a dragon or was it a snake? It was a, it was snake. a snake. It was a snake, but I chose a quadruped chassis for it, which means that it grows legs. So it is now a Komodo dragon. 
creepy. <laughs> um, real quick, I did want to point out. So since I am an autumn eladrin now, uh, my face step has changed. So before I, it caused fire damage to enemies around me this time, it says immediately after you after you use your face step, up to cr- two creatures of your choice that you can see within 10 feet of you must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by you for one minute or until you or your companions deal any damage to it. Cool. So I'm charming now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they're just surrounded by leaves. And they're just like, oh. Yeah. So like, this is nice. <laughs> lovely. I feel warm and fuzzy. If you ever run into that lore keeper again. The one that you were charmed by. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can run away and he'll be charmed by me. <laughs> that's that's the dream right there. Perfect. Okay, so let's get into it. Episode 29, y'all. So you all have opened the door from the, the safe house that you are in. You see the harbor in front of you. What would y'all like to do? Y'all looking for supplies, right? I look at Agamir and I'm like, all right, buddy, this is your time to shine. Go find us a boat. Yeah, I thought we were looking for a boat and we were going to do supplies later. I just turn and I'm like, well, because you're not shining anymore. (gasps) (gasps) I kick him. (laughs) (laughs) Really hard. How rude. Period. The rudest. I'm still kind of shiny. I wanted to ask, so the 80 gold... Are we agreeing to split it evenly among five members of the party? I figured we'd just buy what we needed with it as a family. <laughs> that never works. Never Did we ask works. Ord if he needed anything? Um, we don't know if Ord needs supplies, but if we're splitting it five ways, it's 16 gold a person. If it's just the four of us and Ord is like, cool, it's 20 gold a person. Ord has a weapon already, so I think that he's, he hasn't mentioned that he needed anything. Yeah, he has a weapon. He's fine. Yeah, he's got a, a dope weapon, too. Jealous. Yeah, he was able to get out with what he had on him, too. And he was... He did have... Armored. Yeah, he was armored. And armed. Yeah, I need that 20G. Yeah, so we each have 20. And whatever you can steal of, your, uh, of that persuasion. Yeah, I kind of do need five more gold, so... To get what I want. <laughs> well, I'm planning on buying leather armor, which is 10 gold. Two daggers for four gold pieces, and then like 20 darts, which is a silver piece. I have decided that Scarlet's new signature weapon is going to be a morning star. Ooh. I dig it. Because I'm a fucking devil, bitch, and morning star is Lucifer, <laughs> who is literally the devil. Just to be that guy, you can get a war pick for 10 gold less, and it does the same amount of damage. I know that it does the same amount of damage. I looked at all the weapons and made sure I was getting something that made sense and was at least 1d8. But, devil person. Morning You're good, you're good. (laughs) Plus, it's dope as fuck because it's like, it's basically like a mace. Like, it's like a, oh, it's got reach. It's a sturdy mace. Yeah, it's got, it's got reach and spikes on the end of it. Spiky mace. Yeah. It'll look cool. I know, I want one really bad. So I can club some bitches. It's like Negan's bat. Like, that's basically what I'm about to get. And then I guess I'll just do... I mean, I gotta steal five gold from someone so I can get the the armor that I need. All right, well, how are you all planning on doing all this? I feel like all the stores are closed now, so it's not like we can buy anything at the moment. I feel like uh, we need to go... It's dusk. There might be some people shuffling around you can also try and uh intimidate or persuade people to give you money or do a little performance do a little jig if you uh are feeling so inclined are you saying i'm gonna sing for my supper is that what I'm? you can sing for your supper you can steal for your supper you can i don't really want to draw attention to myself do i nah probably not i have a lovely voice i just don't want to draw attention to myself all right, so I'm going to buy two daggers for four gold and a flute again for two gold. Well, from what shop? Yeah, but like... <laughs> Do we see any stores around the harbor? Looks like there's a general store on one of the corners. It's pretty large. Looks like they might be trying to pack up, but you might be able to catch them before they uh, close shop. Is it like a Walmart? Like, can I find a bunch of stuff? <laughs> 
Let's see. You could probably find simple weapons or any sort of materials you need in the like the item table, like uh, lanterns and candles and all that kind of stuff. Fishing tackle. Yeah, fishing tackle, all that kind of stuff. But no martial weapons, no armor, no flutes. You you could find a flute. Yay! I head into the general store. But there's nothing that we want in there. Do they, they sell daggers, right? Yeah, simple weapons. So, oh, we're about to close up. You might want to hurry up. Come on in, come on in. Last call. Thank you, thank you. I'll be quick. I run up. And I just scurry on towards the weapon rack. Okay. Yeah, I do the same thing. I run in and I grab a dagger. That's what I would like. How many people are going for daggers? I, I'm. There are six daggers there. I would like two of them. Two per person. Also like two. Okay. And I. Um, hello, what if I wanted one? You said <laughs> you didn't you even want to come in here. Yeah, but like, they don't, don't how am I going to get a, how am I going to get a weapon? <laughs> we can find another store. They have simple weapons. They don't just have daggers. I was just going to get a simple weapon and then steal some more gold so I could get my morning star. Yeah, so get something besides a knife. There are other simple weapons that are not daggers. Listen, I was going to try to grab a dagger so I didn't have to pay for it. You're trying to get a five-finger discount? (laughs) What if the mantles go after you? (laughs) My God. How are they going to know? I was going to roll hella high. (laughs) She said, knowing full well, she was going to roll very low. (laughs) (laughs) I also go for a flute and a deck of playing cards. How much are the playing cards? Uh, Five silver. Sold. Are there darts? Uh, there are darts. Can I buy 20? Do I need a, something to, to fire them with? No, you just throw them. You throw them, okay. Uh, there's a rack nearby that has probably about four pouches worth of darts, so around 80. Yeah, they're five copper a piece, so. I'm going to buy a spear. I need something right now. I hate being weaponless. It's I'm twitchy. Um, uh, yeah, I'd like to, t- I'll buy all 80. Oh, okay. Four silver, four silver pieces. Sure, math. Cool. Sure. <laughs> um, is there hemp and rope? A, 10 days of rations and a water skin? Yeah, anything you'd find on the uh, adventuring gear table is there for the price that is on that table. Yes, I'll grab rope and rations and all that stuff as well. Are y'all keeping track of your 20 gold? Yes. Okay. I feel like I'm going to buy a water skin just because, like, I could feed myself easier off the land than I don't need rations, I but I do need water. The city land. <laughs> Listen. Just pick up a rat off the street and... <laughs> just bite into it like a corn on the cob. I was an orphan. I have my ways. I was an orphan. I've eaten plenty of rats. Just saying. <laughs> I will buy one day of rations, but I'd also like to pick up, like, fishing tackle. Okay. Because if we're going to be on a boat. Y'all are fucking wild. I don't understand. <laughs> you guys are preparing for every situation. I'm just kind of like, I need some sort of rock I feel an attachment to. That's it. <laughs> You can get a quarter, uh, a staff for five gold. I don't want a staff. Drew doesn't understand any of that. She just, she's literally just going to walk around like booths somewhere. I'm assuming there's some sort of market. She will go to there and she will find a rock she likes. And she'll take it home. <laughs> she will, I guess, attune to it somehow and make it her rock. Oh. Like a penguin. You know when you go to a... Like a... Grand Bazaar. I was going to say a gift shop of like a... <laughs> I was going to say gift shop. Of like a museum or the planetarium or the zoo. And they've got that bin full of like the polished semi-precious stones. Yes. There's one of those here. Yes. That's the bin of arcane foci. Okay. <laughs> okay. Does she see... So it's like there's like a bin with a bunch of different colors. Is there a green one in there? Roll me an investigation. Okay. Oh, is there a blue one? Can I roll? 
Do you need an arcane focus? I need something blue. Get out of my way. <laughs> I need something blue. Get married? I was just going to say something borrowed, you know? 13. You're looking through the bin, you're kind of rifling through it, and nothing's standing out to you. Sad. 19. 19? Uh, there's one rock that's got kind of a bluish tint to it. Is it very pretty? It's not super pretty. Okay, I'll leave it. If someone was to do an arcana check, they might find out something. All right, I think I'm going to do an arcana check. Oh, that's a great idea. Go ahead. 19. Okay, uh, there is no inherent magic to these objects. It looks like this guy is just selling rocks as arcane foci. Scamming people. Scamming people. What a dick. What an establishment. We should report him to the mantles. Oh, wait. <laughs> yes. I take my two daggers, my 60 darts, my water skin, day of rations, and hemp and rope to the checkout. I take, I buy two daggers at the kiosk. Okay. You, you buy all your stuff. He's continuing to just pack up for the day. How much gold does everyone have left? I have 19 gold. No, I have 17 gold because I bought a water skin. 16. I spent six gold. So I have 14 left. I spent four on the daggers, two on the flute, and I'm going to spend six on survival shit. Miscellaneous survival shit. <laughs> miscellaneous survival shit. What kind of miscellaneous survival shit? You know, rope, rations, water skin, the usual stuff. The usual stuff. Nothing out of the ordinary in that list of things. Except for playing cards. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Okay, you all buy that stuff. The end. You exit the shop, the weird gift shop of the uh, Fellows Grand Harbor. And it looks like down the way there might be um, a weaponsmith. And across the street there's a blacksmith. Joe. I head towards the blacksmith. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you get closer, you'll also see that there is a leatherworking shop next door. Yay, I go there. I pivot and follow pivot. Drew. <laughs> Too bad, I get there first. Is there anybody on the streets that might look a bit gold-heavy? Roll me an investigation. Anyone look rich? Anyone look rich and easy to scare? That's a natural 20. Yeah, you see the perfect mark walking by. Um, before we get into that, though, let's figure out what Drew and Agamir want from this leather worker. Okay, I want hide armor. Okay. And Agamir? I would like leather armor. Okay, you guys buy it. Sweet. Okay. Ten gold for each of you. Yeah. You trade your gold with the... A very nice leather worker inside. She bids you farewell and gives you your armor. So all I need to do now is find an arcane focus. So at some point, I'm going to need to just wander around, I guess, and find something. Yeah. All right. So Scar, the person that you find looks to have just gotten off one of the ships that is just docked in the harbor. Welcome to Fellows, y'all. About to get robbed. Yeah. So they look to be some sort of diplomat or merchant that has just disembarked from one of these ships, probably heading up to Entepa. Fine clothing, all that kind of stuff. So what do I need to do? They have a purse on their belt, and it looks like they've got some deep pockets. What do I need to do? Roll me two things, a stealth and a sleight of hand. So 17 for stealth. Mm -hmm. And a 17 for sleight of hand, because that's also a plus two. So you brush up against this diplomat slash merchant, and you slip your hand into their pocket. And because it's a loose kind of robe, they don't even feel it as you go in and just take a handful of gold coins. You get 25 gold. <gasps> Yeah. Well, now you can afford a a warhammer. 
I think I'm going to change it up until I get my Warhammer back. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to go to the the leather whatever person and get some hide armor. Okay. You uh, buy some hide armor and you've got it. Now I have 32. I'm also going to buy a shield. Okay. For 10 gold. So now I have 22, which means I have enough to get my morning star. Okay. So you get the hide armor from the leather worker, a shield from the blacksmith, and a morning star from the weaponsmith. And now I have seven gold left for leisure. <laughs> Living expenses, Living perhaps. Expenses. <laughs> it's my rainy day fund. <laughs> yeah. If anybody needs any to, like, step up their game if they want to, like, if you needed a couple extra to, like, get that one weapon or armor you thought you might want. Just well, I need 100 gold to rebuild my thunder cannon. So yeah, that's not happening. Kid. Money, please. <laughs> yeah. I just meant like if you wanted some armor, but like only had like six gold and it was 10 gold, I'd give you the four. No, nobody. Okay. I see how it is. So that means my AC went up, right? So it was 14 plus two. So now it's 16 because of the shield. Excellent. It's not 18, but it's something better. Yes. It's better than 12. So there is the weaponsmith there, just in case anyone still needs weapons. Further down the street, it looks like it gets a little more mystical in the Ooh. shopping. Ooh. It looks like there is a, a parts shop for any artificers. And there are also some... There are pushing shops and other mystical shops that sell there's an apothecary and you could probably find some magical items down the way like an arcane focus perhaps nice uh i head down that way same tag along sure i'll go look at the magic shit i guess (laughs) freaks me out yeah fine i was gonna i was gonna do something nice but but now I'm not. I'm gonna do something mean instead. <laughs> I decided to be an asshole. No. Instead. Okay. Well, I don't know which one would have. Would the leather person have a whip? Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they would sell whips. All right. So I'm gonna buy a whip because I feel really bad that Agamir lost all that gold, <laughs> and I know how much he loved that whip. So I'm buying Agamir a whip, and I catch up to them, and I hand him the whip, and I say. On the house. Yeah. <laughs> is it your third anniversary? Drew is living. Oh, I just kind of, I kind of like look, my eyes water up a little bit. And then I kind of like look away and I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I just, I look at Scar, at Scar and I mouth like, what the fuck to her? Like as she's walking away. Cause I'm not going to be a dick. He's crying. I'm not going to say it to him. But and like, I turn and I like glare and I'm like, we just got rid of it. <laughs> he has Indiana Jones fantasies. Let him be. <laughs> anyway, Agmir has a whip again. Excellent. Good. Woo-hoo. So where do you want to go first? The tinker shop or the magic store? I feel like the magic store is more important at the moment. Yeah, then then I'll go to the tinkerer's store. Okay, we'll go to the magic store. Okay. You walk into the magic store and it immediately feels much different than that bin of rocks that you felt earlier. Neat. You just feel the magic wash over you as you walk walk in. Quick question. That spell that uh, Safina has, Mend, it can fix magical objects, right? Uh, I think it might have some restrictions. I don't know if it can fix a magical object. I think it's more like it can fix a broken chain. Yeah, like ripped cloth or something. Yeah. I thought it said it could fix magic, a magical object. It can physically repair a magic item or construct, but the spell can't restore magic to such an object. Got it. So so I was going to say, like, could she fit? Could you ask the shop owner for a broken one and then have her fix it and then imbue it with magic? No. 
That's that not, doesn't. But it no. already. That's what I was saying. So the arcane focus already has magic, and that's what yes. you're tuning yourself to. Gotcha. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's a magical item. Drew just didn't know it was a magical item when she was like hanging out with it. She just thought it was a pretty rock. Yeah. <laughs> like that isn't a lie. Like when she does say that, that's not a lie. She really just thought it was pretty. All right, go find a pretty rock. <laughs> yeah. So you see an assortment of arcane foci. There's a whole like shelf of them. Mm-hmm. You see various crystals and crystal balls, wands, staves, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see a few shrunken heads, kind of weird, but that's still mm-hmm. Please get one. <laughs> but valid. So, but one of them in specific catches your eye. Mm-hmm. What does it look like? I'm going to say that it's, see, I don't know. It's like I want it to be green, but is the green and now that I'm purple, is that very, is that too Barney? <laughs> I thought you were like more of like a Merlot color. I am, but still that and like green. Then you'd be more Christmas. <laughs> you know, I want a ruby. I want to find something that's like a red. Okay. You find one. What? specifically does it look like um so drew's kind of walking past the shelf of all these pretty rocks and she one is specifically it's red it's a little jagged on the edges and it's it's smaller than the rest of it but it's the rest of them but it's the brightest one on the shelf it's almost like you can see through it that it's like that crystalline clear like it's a very it doesn't have many imperfections in it and she takes it off the shelf, and she holds it and realizes that it would be small enough to wrap it around something else so she can use it. She can put it back in her hair, essentially. Excellent. As you're examining the stone, the shopkeep comes up and says, Oh, you have a good eye. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of my favorites. Oh, where did you find it? Oh, um, well, well, I've got quite a few uh, associates who bring me the the gems in focus. And, uh, this one, I believe, came from uh, one of those islands to the, the northeast of the Mirror Sea. I don't remember the names. Of the, one of the big island. <laughs> okay. Hawaii? <laughs> uh, no, the, the one with the um, the volcanoes and um, <laughs> sounds good. Then the, the lava. And... All right, sounds good. Uh, how much? Oh, um, that that would be ten gold. I can give you six gold. Roll me a persuasion. Okay. Twenty-one. Well, this is this is one of the smaller pieces, so I could I can let it go for six. Yeah. Okay. I give him my six gold. And I take the my new arcane focus. Finally, see, see Justin. That's how you haggle. <laughs> yeah, roll a good persuasion. Yeah, <laughs> D and D. It's D and D. Dice rolling. D and D and D. Dungeons and Dragons and dice. Mm-hmm. So, would you like to go to the Tinkerer shop? <gasps> yeah, please. Yes. Whole shopping episode. You're welcome, listeners. Yeah. Riveting. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll be quick. Yeah, this bit will be probably, what, 25 minutes? Oh my gosh. I need to add, yeah, I need to add five pages to my backstory. Hold on. Please. hate it. Okay, you walk into the Tinker Shop and you realize that the Tinker Shop and the Magic Shop are actually connected. And the... Uh, that means that Nathan didn't want to create another voice. <laughs> no, because I think it's funny, okay? <laughs> the uh, shopkeep walks over to the Tinker Shop and says... Oh, we've got a tinker in our midst too, huh? <laughs> what can I help you with today? Yeah, I'm a young artificer. What do you what What do you have for artificing? Oh well, <gasps> what? <laughs> uh, we we have uh, every every everything here is could be used by an an artificer. We've got build your own constructs kits. And we have uh, over here, you, you, you can see various components for, for magical items. And What's the build your own construct kit like? 
Oh, it just contains all of the necessary components to build a, a, con- a construct for yourself. Yeah, and how much is that going to be? That'll be 100 gold pieces. It's not cheap, but it has everything. It even has repair parts. I'll give you 10 gold today for 90 gold tomorrow. Well, I'm sorry, young lady. I'm not quite sure I understand you. Well, I'll give you 10 gold today for 90 gold tomorrow. Are you trying to confuse this poor old woman? Yeah, I'm going to roll a persuasion. Is that okay? Yeah. Persuading her to what? Give you 90 gold tomorrow? No, to give me the construct and I'll pay her 90 gold tomorrow. It's like, haven't you heard the expression? I'll give you a hamburger today. No. I would gladly pay you tomorrow for a hamburger today. Exactly. Yeah, that thing. I mean, that one makes more sense. You got the syntax wrong. I I can't English. (laughs) Proper. Lee. (laughs) Just fucked up. (laughs) Kick him while he's down. Damn. That's an 11. No, it'll be a hundred gold today and nothing tomorrow. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Why don't you just ask where the repair kits are? Do they sell them separately? Because she doesn't have oh, I don't, the parts. I don't have the parts. Ah, we were murdered. I keep forgetting. <laughs> yeah, that happened. Um. Well then. You all just kind of Accept the fact that you were quote unquote murdered pretty well. <laughs> when that was obviously not the case, y'all are alive. Well, we know what it was some sort of spell on the daggers that like you pushed them in and they sat there and they were honed on to Tesviks. When we got close enough, they shot out of us. We get it. He wanted us alive at that point though, so he could pin the murders on us. Yeah, exactly. But we both twice now have thought we've been murdered and have woken up and realized we've not been murdered. Um, okay, so what are we doing? The stuff's too expensive. We don't have enough gold for the art- artificer stuff. Um, Sorry, boo. You can try and steal more. Yeah, we can go do more pickpocketing. I feel like we should procure a boat first before steal I steal... The artificer stuff. Are we Logan Huntsbergering and Rory Gilmoreing this? Yes. Like we're gonna steal one? Is that where yes. you're going with that? <laughs> That's where I'm going with that. That's yeah. where no one else was going. Yeah. So Nate, my, as a part of my sailor background, I have the ship's passage feature, so I can arrange free passage, free passage on a ship for our party. Oh shit! Holy shit! There. I didn't realize it was like a feature. Holy shit! <laughs> All right, dope. But like. Can we arrange to, like, work so we get some gold? That might be the arrangement. How I, how we get it for free? I'm not sure. I, I kind of need to ask. Yeah, I guess this is a question for Nate. Mm-hmm. I want some gold. Yeah, you uh, basically are brought on as crew. Do I need to, like, go down the the, you know, go around the harbor and... Do I need to roll for this? To the dock and role play and do all that? <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, absolutely. You got it. <laughs> roll? Yeah, roll. Okay. We need to go uh, uh, tavern diving. <laughs> tavern diving. Now it's dock diving. We're trolling the docks. <laughs> okay. I rolled a six. You are looking around trying to find just someone who would let you on their ship and everyone's just kind of giving you the cold shoulder. And all of a sudden from behind you, you feel a hand on your shoulder and a whisper says, Agamir, is that you? Is it your best friend and rival? Best friend and rival. (laughs) Yes, it is your best friend and rival. Oh, man. I caught Justin and I were talking about this the other day. Like, I wonder if we could run into Aggie's best friend and rival. So, who is it? Who is it, Agamir? Your best friend and rival. Surely you know their name. Her name is Fira. That's right. You did come up with her name. She's a gnome. 
she's a no. I like the way you said How it. is she able to grab you? I was you, like, how did she just grab his shoulder? <laughs> she's so wily. You she don't jumped. understand. You don't. You just have to know her. She like jumped up, grabbed and whispered really fast. Her acrobatics are just nuts. <laughs> she climbed up his side like a squirrel. Uh, I can... <laughs> Or she's such a boss bitch that she had someone bend over and act as a stool for her. (laughs) (laughs) She actually uh, climbed up on some crates and uh, put her hand on your shoulder. So it was very strange that you heard Fira's voice in your ear because you'd never have before. (laughs) It was unsettling. (laughs) You were taken aback. Okay. I I turned around startled. Yeah, my expression jumps, but then I kind of like ducked back down and I'm like, Pira, what, what are you... It's so good to see you. It's good to see you too, you crazy orc, but uh, <laughs> what what are you doing out in the open? Oh, so you know. Oh, God. <laughs> Everyone knows. <laughs> I'm like, like it, would, it will take so long to explain, but <laughs> I've been working... Essentially, I have been on it through a very strange set of circumstances, so ugh, where do we even start? I got off the ship. I got off the Amethyst Wisp. I um, we weren't we weren't doing so hot. I started doing mercenary work. I got hooked. I kind of started working with this mantle, and we got sucked into this crazy thing. And basically, I was working for Tasveeg, trying to investigate a corrupt golden mantle. Wait, 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 Tasveeg, the the consul who was just murdered. Yes. Oh no. That you, you allegedly murdered. Yes, I was working for him. He was afraid. He feared that Kelvin, the Golden Mantle, one of the Golden Mantles in this district, is corrupt. And sure enough, he was right. We've basically been outsmarted, barely escaped with our lives, framed, and we. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get out of fellows so that we can figure out what the next steps are to, to clear our names and to put Kelvin where he needs to be. Oh my gosh. Well, geez, that sounds like so much. How can I help you? Um, How many of you are there? There's five of us, myself included. Um, are you are you docked? Yeah, we are. I'm, I'm not on the wish anymore, but yeah, I've got a ship. Uh, we're a little short-handed right now. If you if you want passive, where, where are y'all trying to head? I, we were going to the, that part of the cloistered peaks that we could that's right. Okay. We need to get to the Cloister Peaks. We were looking through. We were trying to figure out the quickest way to get back to the Harbor Coast so that I can um, make a withdrawal because we are also strapped. And we were planning on going through the Cloistered Peaks unless you know a faster way out to the Harbor Coast. Hmm. That avoids the government. <laughs> well, I guess taking the, the Grotty Network wouldn't be wouldn't be an option for you. No, a little too big, brother. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is anyone else shipping this couple? This is who Agamir joined the Sea uh, Level Club with. <laughs> Their ship name is Agira. It works, okay. <laughs> it works. <laughs> it's Agira is their ship name, and I'm doing it. And it's even better because they're going to be on a ship, so. Because they're going to be on a ship. <laughs> I'm shipping the ship on a ship. Apparently, we're going to be trapped in a ship, so we're going to find out whatever this backstory love-hate relationship is, and I'm psyched. Yep. Chef's kiss. I'm Here excited. for it. <laughs> Ragamir origin story. What was the question? I don't what know. was the question before everyone... He turns around and sees the rest of the party. We're all just like, we've got hard eyes, and we're like, looking over. <laughs> like, what's going on? Who's that? I'm loving this Nork couple. <laughs> I love it. Um, I was asking, I, I was telling Fira that we're trying to get to the Harbor Coast. Our plan was to go through the Cloistered Peaks. Right, right, right. So the Harbor, or yeah, so getting to the Harbor Coast, the the Grotty Network isn't a, an option. So, yeah, I mean, we can take you, we're heading to the Mithril Peninsula, actually, but we might be able to change our heading so that we can go towards the Cloistered Peaks. I mean, it's the complete opposite direction, but, I mean, I'm 
I'm the captain, right? So I can I can change course whenever I want. Potentially, if you have business in the Mithril, Mithril Peninsula, would you would you be heading back to? Would you be willing to round up, go around to the Harbor Coast after your business is concluded there? Oh, um, well, you know, me and the crew have to get back there at some point eventually. We're just here to drop off our latest cargo, so. Okay. I don't want to disrupt what you had going. I don't want to. I don't want you to lose business over this. So, out of character, are we cool with this as a group? <laughs> Agamir looks over Fira's shoulder. Huh? <laughs> this is going all around Alari on the east side, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not like through that canal, right? But like around, around. Okay. Yeah, I'm chill. And we could avoid the mountains and shit. Yeah. That's a lot less time, too, I'm assuming, because, like, land travel where we don't know is probably going to take a fucking age. Mm Mm-hmm. Long-ass time. Okay. Let's go on a boat trip! Yay! (laughs) With Agamir's ex, apparently, it's going to be weird. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing was ever official. He friend zoned her. <laughs> That's not okay. Jeez, no. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get you all somewhere safe. I mean, I trust Agamir, so I, I don't think that you all did anything wrong. The disgraced uh, copper mantle, the one dressed in a, all black and like her face covered, the tiny weird child girl. Yeah, we totally are cool and never did anything wrong. Wait till you see the seven foot bugbear. (laughs) (laughs) Who wants to go back and get him, by the way? (laughs) Well, they're probably not leaving till the morning, so like we could. Yeah. Let's let Agamir finish this uh, adorable encounter. Ooh, ooh, ask her if she knows a cleric to help um, Sokoba. Ask her if she has 90 gold she could spare (laughs) that I can work off. I turn to Fira, and I'm just like, thank you so much for trusting us. And I just, and I, I embrace her. Yes! Shut up! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it's happening! <laughs> she hugs you back. I ship it! I ship it on a ship! <laughs> ship it a ship on a ship! She has green hair, by the way. Yes! Don't. We didn't even ask what she looked like, we all just accepted this. I think that you like her because her hair is like your skin. Does she have a gnome hat? Uh, no, she's wearing a captain's hat. She's the captain. Okay, very important. Sexy. I love a woman in uniform. Yep. She's not wearing a uniform, just a hat. I'm just It was a joke. I understand. <laughs> do you? Ask her if she knows a cleric. By chance, um, well, do you know any clerics where we'd be, where we'll be landing in the Mithril Peninsula? Or even around here? <sighs> well, I don't really keep with that type of company. So, yeah, no, I don't know any clerics. Drew takes a step back. (laughs) (laughs) No one tell her. (laughs) That's all right. We'll, we'll have to, we'll try and find someone when we, when we, when we dock there. And if we can't find anyone, we'll, uh, we'll look at the Harbor Coast. We're just going to weekend at Bernie's or then. Okay. Well, let's look around a little bit here. See if we can find somebody. I think it would be hilarious if we weekend at Bernie'd, <laughs> Bernie's uh, Sokoba. Is, is Ord holding Sokoba or something? Or? Ord isn't with you. They're he's back, back at the... At the... Okay. He's watching <laughs> right. He's only got one good arm. Yeah. This has been a great conversation. Do you have someone to help my unconscious friend that we've been holding this whole time? Thanks for trusting me. Really quick question, Nate. I feel like I... This is my district. I mean, this is my home fellows this is your borough yes borough that's what i meant i feel like i know it enough to know where there could be someone of that persuasion nearby of a a clerical persuasion yes (laughs) like i feel like i would know of like a church or like wherever like medicinal places that clerics hang out that's a good point roll me a history check yeah see if you remember Got to find that dude on the street corner with the beak. Plus one, 19. All right. After a few s- seconds of thought, you remember that 
there is a cleric who is pretty well known in this area, not too far from here. You damn right I did. It's only a few streets down. I see. We gotta be real stealth. Especially if you're bringing an unconscious person around. <laughs> you don't think they make house calls? Oh yeah, let's just go like kidnap them and force them to... Well, no, <laughs> oh, yeah, but we yeah, can yeah. be like, hey, we've got a sick person. Can you come with us? We don't want to move her. True. We've got a sick person in a boarded up safe house. It's totally normal and not terrible. Yeah, nothing to see here. No criminals here. No crime. We'll pay them. <laughs> Some crime. So this is Fira. So I guess we'll uh, we'll meet you in the morning. Yeah, I uh, will meet you here in the morning. Uh, we'll, we'll set sail at dawn. Dawn it is. I uh, I really can't thank you enough, Fira. Uh, anything for you, Agamir. I mean, this. <laughs> I know you'd do the same for me if you had a boat. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucked up. Ouch! She laughs and then he winces. He deserves like, it after earlier. That's like yeah. the whole like girls make fun of like that whole thing where you're like, oh, they they're mean to you because they like you, even though that's a shitty thing to say. She's yeah. totally zinging him because she likes him. Zing! Get a boat. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> get on my level, bitch. Good, good. You're right. I would. I would, Sarah. Yeah, she uh, tells you the dock that she's got her ship at. Cool. Right, we will see you before dawn. Aye, aye, Captain. We have to go find a cleric. Okay. I need to go see a guy about a cleric. Just real quick, can we leave for the ship before the shop's open? I want to try and sneak into the uh, artificer's tinkerer's place. (gasps) If you catch my drift, wink, wink. Sabina burn. <laughs> hey, you got 90 gold? What's your middle name? I don't have one. You've got a five-page backstory and you don't <laughs> no have a middle, middle name. name. <laughs> You've got like a 14-generational family tree and no middle name. <laughs> it's only like four generations. Anyway. <laughs> get a middle name, little girl. <laughs> no, just kidding. Sweet. So you all are looking for the cleric now? Yeah. Oh, well, I think Safina wants to be selfish as fuck and go, like, steal some shit from some poor little lady that owns the shop. Only in the morning before it opens. Yeah, not right now. We have to go find the cleric first. Yeah. And then we'll rush to the boat before she catches me. Wow. Nice. She'll file a report. The stuff was stolen, and I saw these four people that were interested in it. It was a halfling and a tiefling and another tiefling. They got on a boat and it went that way. And the only thing that's that way is the Mithril Peninsula. You're going to fucking leave a trail. Because we're not wanted, right? Yes, but we don't need people knowing where we're going. She doesn't need to know what boat we got on. God, uh, we will fight about this later. We have to find a cleric. Can you all roll me a perception check, please? Yes. Oh, yeah, we need to, like, avoid guards and shit. Uh, four, 14. 18. 14. 5. Okay, thank you. So you get to the cleric. Outside the door, they've got a universal sign for medicine. Uh, it's a health potion on the door. And, uh, yeah, do you all go inside? I mean, should we all go inside, or should just one of us go inside? Hey, Drew. Aren't you a cleric? Yes. Don't you speak that language? Yes. Um, okay, so I am going into the shop, and I know what I'm doing, I guess, because I'm okay. also a cleric <laughs> of live people living. Yeah, it's really hard to raise a family. Not if they're buried close enough. Oh, my God. <laughs> you walk into the cleric shop, and it's half apothecary half doctor's office it feels like it's got that kind of vibe it's like pharmacy slash here's also the table where i examine you like a minute clinic yeah basically (laughs) it's a imagine a fantasy minute clinic got it okay (laughs) so i go over is there someone that looks like they are the main cleric here yes there is there is a kenku exotic a what What's that? It's a bird person. A kenku. It's a bird person. We got bird face. Dope. 
So I I walk up to this person and I'm like, excuse me, um, do you by chance make house calls? House calls? Yes. Like, do you? We've got a very sick person and we are scared to move her. Would you be willing to come look at her? The coin's right. What? If the coin's right. If the corn's right. Coin. Coin. No. <laughs> coin. No, I said corn. They only want corn. No, if the coin's right. I mean, it's a bird person, so. <laughs> the corn's right. If the coin's right. Uh, how much? What spell do you need? We don't know. We don't know what's wrong with her. House calls are double price. Ah, how much is that? Here's a list. It looks like a menu. Okay. <laughs> like a dessert menu, like that kind of thing. A la carte medical services. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, you look at all the prices and they're all pretty expensive. I think it would be something like 250 gold. Okay. We clearly don't have that. So what are we doing? Are we taking her to someone else? I go outside. I let everyone know it's 250 gold. We can't do that. Can I tug on Drew's cloak and whisper, I guess, outside, is uh, in my backstory, my family is rich because they invented potions. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering, if this doesn't go well, should I name drop? <laughs> I'm already wanted, so. Um, I don't know. Let's see. I don't This person does not sound like they care very much about anything but gold. I could promise them a shipment of potions from my family's uh, factory or whatever. Okay, you're more than welcome to go in and try. I crack my knuckles and I go inside. If this doesn't work, I'm going in there and I'm knocking her on the head and then I'm bringing her with us. Just saying. That's going to work so well. Oh, it will. Agamir got rope. I can tie her hands. It's kind of why I bought rope, actually. I was like, <laughs> just in case I need to tie someone up. <laughs> good good on ya so you buy the rope just in case you need to tie someone up buy a whip for the just in case like you got a lot of like weird just in case shit in your bag <laughs> <laughs> he's a versatile guy he's been living on the sea for a long time you gotta you know be quick on your feet I got questions <laughs> <laughs> he's secretly Christian Grey <laughs> sure Fifty Shades of Agamir. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Agamir. Please, he's got like three shades, maybe. <laughs> it's not easy being green. <laughs> nice. So, Saf, you go into the, the Kenku's cleric shop. What do you say? I walk up to them and I go, and I go, so nice to meet you. And I reach out my hand to shake their hand. And I, uh, I call them shopkeep. So nice to meet you, shopkeep. They do not return the favor. They do not extend their hand. They look at your hand as if, with their beady bird eyes, look at your hand as if though it's um, dirty or, like, sickly. With no hand sanitizer around. Yeah. Uh, so, I go, okay, I see what your game is. Do you, you don't know who I am, do you? No. You ever heard of the Thornburns? Yes. They point at uh, some tonics up on the wall, I say. Thornburns, tonics. I have them. Do you want them? 20 gold. Yeah, well, the thing about that is that we make them. I'm the Thornburn. I'm the Thornburn. What? Prove. Prove. What is this bird? <laughs> He's doing way, like, leaning into the bird side of this thing real heavy. Yeah, it did not sound like this a second ago. Is this a different bird? No, it's the same bird. I start to recite the chemical formula for the love potion that my family makes. And I'm going to roll a persuasion or intelligence, whatever you want to do. Um... You've got two minutes until I come in there and Scarlet Smash. History. To remember the formula. The secret formula. The Krabby Batty yeah, secret formula. You're about to give this away. <laughs> like... I squint my eyes up, I open my mouth, and I go, 17. You perfectly recite the formula for the love potion, including all the ingredients and dosages. The Kinku looks at you. Blinks its eyes, 
and opens its mouth and says the same exact thing that you did in your voice. <laughs> he just repeats you like a parrot. Yeah, you're asking a thornburn. Of course that's right. Thanks for the recipe. Oh my god. That's, that's a patented recipe. And you could have several more patented recipes in the exclusive Thornburn uh, novelty box that my family offers in most general stores for free if you come and provide some services for us. Roll me a deception, please. It's not even a persuasion. You couldn't even call it that. <laughs> this bird now knows the Krabby Patty secret formula. I mean, <laughs> God, you just gave away state secrets, kid. Jeez. It's an 18, though. It's an 18. The Kenku looks at you, turns around, and starts rifling around with something that you can't see. They turn back around and walk from behind the counter and they have a bag packed, and they say, where are we going? Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, let's go. This I'll go so okay, over this. let's take this bird. Right. <laughs> so I go, follow me, and we walk out of the store. Okay. You all walk out of the store, and you are heading towards the safe house. Nice. You get to the safe house. Uh, roll me a perception again, actually. Everyone. Natural 20. Ooh, 17. 14 again. Ooh, seven. Excellent. Agamir sees a flash of copper from around the corner as you all are heading towards the safe house. Uh Uh-oh. And that's where we're going to end. Oh, no. Of course. (sighs) Thank you all so much for listening to the Village Idiots podcast. I hope you had a great time listening to this episode. I had a great time DMing, and I hope my players had a great time playing. At the end of every episode, we name a village idiot. Well, I name a village idiot. The village idiot this week is going to be me. Yay. <laughs> for having the person who was going to be Jordan's best, or not Jordan, Agamir's best friend and rival, put their hand on Agamir's <laughs> shoulder without knowing how tall they were. <laughs> Okay, that is fair. You did say <laughs> shoulder, and then said she was a gnome. That was really funny. <laughs> yeah. I like to give my uh, my players some, you know, leeway with, uh, you know, some creation in the world. I don't just want to tell them everything. So create your own NPC. Create your own arcane focus. But sometimes that backfires on me, and I have to retcon some stuff by saying that your first mate and rival is standing on a bunch of crates next to you. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of a weird thing to happen. <laughs> so anyway, thank you so much for listening. If you want to talk to us, you can find us on social media. Right, Nicole? Yeah, we have a Twitter. Go to that and type in at Village Idiot Pod and check out all the dope shit that we have on there. You can talk to us personally if you want by finding me at Nicole the Nerdy. You can find me at JRoma20. You can find me at Neurotic Good. You can find me at Village Idiots DM. And you can't find me because I'm too busy gazing longingly. (laughs) (laughs) We also have a website, villageidiotspodcast.com. We have a lot of cool stuff up there, like the gold count towards Agamir buying his own ship. You can see who's winning or losing with the Village Idiots tally. Nate is now in the lead. <laughs> there are fun facts about the world of Lanamora, tons of artwork, and a link to our Patreon. Speaking of Patreon, want to hear more from your favorite idiots? Well, you're in luck because we've officially launched our Patreon. For just a couple bucks a month, you'll have exclusive access to some DM insights with Nathan in Behind the Screens, listen to Nicole and I BS and What's What with Dilly and Dally, and even a mini prequel campaign set in the world of Lanamora. But if a subscription to our Patreon is too much of a commitment for you, we'd love if you could leave us a quick review on iTunes. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends about us. New episodes come out every Tuesday, so stay tuned. Yes, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for staying tuned. Thank you for leaving those reviews, likes, ratings, retweets, what have you. Uh, From all of us here at the Village Idiots Podcast, we'd like to say bye. Bye. Adios. Bye.
What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 